Welcome to the City Hill Podcast. We really hope you enjoy today's message. And if you'd like to find out more about City Hill, please visit our website, cityhill.london. Alright, so the topic today is um, at hand. And it's talking about uh, the kingdom of God being at hand. So last week, uh, Andy was kind of talking about what was happening before Jesus. So John the Baptist, uh, which actually is essentially Jesus' cousin, um, kind of came out of the the wilderness uh, talking about uh, repent because the kingdom of God is at hand. And repent is like a word that we often use in a religious sense, but it essentially means change your mind, like change the way you think. Um, So what he's saying is like, change the way you think because the king is coming, basically. Um... And then Andy was then speaking about Jesus then uh, confirming that, that he is that king. And then I think what we're going to be doing today is that we're going to be talking about what Jesus being a king means and what his kingdom actually means. Um, so when we talk about the kingdom, that's actually the one and only thing that Jesus ever spoke about, right? Uh, he had tons of messages, tons of sermons, but actually all of them were like analogies or ways of describing this kingdom that is coming. Um, what people were expecting isn't necessarily what Jesus was talking about. So he was talking about, actually, well, what people was expecting is what we often expect when we think of like revolution, right? Which is like burning down buildings, like jumping in front of cars, protesting, all that kind of stuff. And Jesus, which was the king of this new regime, he wasn't moving like that at all. Um, so what I want to do is that I want to kind of like clarify some points so you know, you know kind of where I'm going with today and where we're going with today. Um, the first thing is to understand what a kingdom actually is, yeah? Um, we live in the United Kingdom, but we actually don't really understand a kingdom because we live in a democracy, which basically means that like we vote who our leader is uh, every couple of years and then they run, they run the country, right? So whatever they decide to do, that's what the country and sometimes the wider world has to do. Um, with a kingdom, if you break the word down, it actually just means kingdom. So a king's dominion. Yeah. So when he's saying God's kingdom, he's saying God being the king is going to have dominion over the earth. Right. Um, and what that looks like is not necessarily what we expect. So there's something quite profound when, when John says the kingdom of God is at hand. He's saying it like, this thing where God is going to rule this environment that we're in is actually at hand, it's actually within reach. It's something that you could do now, right? Um, so for us to understand what the kingdom is, uh, we have to understand the king, right? If you understand the king, then we can understand what, what his kingdom is going to be like, what his, what his dominion is going to be like. So one of the things that we do know about Jesus is that he's known as the Prince of Peace, yeah? Uh, and... Again, peace is something that like is a word that has kind of been lost in translation because oftentimes when we think of peace, we often mean not fighting, right? So it's like, I'm not fighting with this person, so we're at peace. And that's not necessarily what um, the Hebrews were, they meant when they were talking about Jesus being a prince of peace. Peace is the word shalom, yeah? And shalom, yes, it means no war, but it also means it almost means going in the opposite direction. So instead of you warring someone in this way, you're creating peace in the other direction. In the same way how war is very, very endless, and there's no end to how 
uh, cruddy you could be with the war, there's also no end to how peaceful you can be with someone. Um, to the point where you can create things together that is impossible to do separately. So, for example, um, how do you make how do you make bread? That's what you know. I've ever made. <laughs> you need some flour, some Fla- Okay, so you, can, so you can eat flour by itself, right? And you can eat butter by itself. And you can eat yeast by yourself. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. But, but in and of themselves, they are good ingredients. Do you know what I mean? In and of themselves, they're good ingredients. Um, but there is something that happens when you bring them together, mix them together and put under heat, it creates bread, right? And that's a whole different thing that was in each of those different elements, each of those different ingredients, but together it creates something new. And that's what uh, God does when, he, when he's creating peace, yeah? Um, him being the prince of peace is that he brings people together and new things create, that new things are happening that wouldn't have happened unless God was there, right? So the kingdom is at hand. Jesus is the prince of peace. And then he also calls us, peacemakers yeah so we're the ones who go out and create that peace for him we're the ones that do the negotiations to make sure that peace happens in different parts of our world right um in revelation uh i think it's revelation 2 but you're gonna have to do the googles um it talks it talks about us being kings and priests yeah so jesus refers to us as kings and priests right and when it says kings it means kings queens same like that's what you're talking about Regal people, royal people and priests. And our role is to be able to hold down an element of the kingdom, right? So the kingdom is the whole world, but then we have our own like pocket of it, right? All right, so everybody stand up. We're going to hover around here. And don't be afraid to step on this, uh, this map. Put your feet on it. Yeah, just yeah. put your feet on there just to warm up. Just to warm up. Yeah, just to warm up, just to warm up, because yeah, you lot are getting too scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So, um, so as you can see, this is a map at our feet, and you're completely right. It is islands. It is. Also, you said it was, you said it was a puzzle as well, right? You said it was a puzzle. You said it was a puzzle. All right, cool. It's both of that. So, what this is is basically our world. Yeah. So this is the part of the kingdom that we are like uh, that. God has given us to, to govern. And here it says, there's one island that says myself. It's at the center. You have my family. He's doing what everyone should be doing to be fair. Um, you have myself, my family, my friends, my industry and workplaces. It's not just where you work, but also like the sector that you work in. You've got my local area. Uh, you've got my education. So that could be school, university. Uh, and then you've got uh, my city which is London, where we all live. Um, okay, so, Gems, you said something. You said something before about islands. Explain that. Yes, yeah, so I was saying that the way islands are created is they start off as one piece of land and then because of the shifting of the plates, mm. it forces um, the land to separate. Right, 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 right. There was, um, okay, so this is a complete diversion, yeah? But it'll, it'll be, it's a diversion, but bear with me. So... I think uh, there was a point where it talks about um, the earth being one land. Yeah, am I right? Wait, wait, uh, Mo, 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 Bible scholar. Am I right in saying um, that there was a point in the Bible where it says that the earth was one land at some point? Yeah. 
and then it got split. Yeah. Right, yeah. cool. So this is basically an analogy of that, right? We have a world and it gets split apart. Um, if you look at the, the story of the Tower of Babel, um, there were people who were, who were trying to bring people together. It's like, we are gonna, we're going to have one language, we're going to build a tower as high as we can. But the attitude of it was, we're going to do it without God, right? And when you do it without the Prince of Peace, it's not going to work. So God's like, cool, what I'm going to do is I'm going to split you lot up. So the thing, the thing that I want to show is that like, in our aims to create peace, we will only have more war unless we invite the Prince of Peace to be part of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and you can even see that now, like even the wars that's happening right now, it's all based on like, I need to bring these people here together to be part of this regime. It's like a perverted sense of uh, unity, right? And that can only come when the Prince of Peace is invited in the things that we do. All right, cool. So this is what we are, this is what we're given responsibility over, yeah? Just say, for example, now, you're, you create the climate. Like, you're responsible for the climate of this place. We're, bearing in mind when we were talking about the kingdom, the kingdom being a place of peace, where is the kingdom the hottest in your life? Like, what the thing? Um, we're just going to step there, yeah? Now, you, no, you could just point to it. You could just point to it for now. Where is the most Yeah. So, like, in terms of where is fruit growing the most? Okay. Where is it the most tropical? Okay. Where is it like. All right. well, this is an interesting question because I feel like I can mind would be myself. Okay. Mm. Mind would be myself. Okay, how come? Because mm. um, I feel like when it says the kingdom of God, um, like, um, let, let your kingdom come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's first in our hearts and then right. through us to the environment around us. Okay. So if it's, if it's the hottest in us, yeah. then we can, it can then flow out to my friends, my environment, my work, my this. Right, it's right. like we become living conduits for it to kind of flow out into the different areas. Right. So it needs to be hottest in us, then my family. Right, people, right. I'm a son or a brother or a husband, it can flow out through me into those areas. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Mario, you said you said your family. I said family, because uh, I think family is the backbone, uh, backbone of anything. Right. And if your family is hot, that means everything works right. for you. Right. So uh, I think family is, is the most paramount uh, mm. thing uh, for me. Anyone else? Uh, yeah. Right now, I'm gonna say my industry and workplace. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that currently the efforts that I'm putting into Writers and scribes is allowing me to um, impact a lot of people. Mm. That, so. Yeah, I think so. I feel like there's a mine is like there's like a climate here. Mm. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like it's myself and and like because my work is most of my life. So like and also that's another thing. Sometimes when people say that oh like I'm not a preacher or I'm not a pastor or I'm not an evangelist like. You've got a workplace though <laughs> like, Or you've got family You've got people around you That is also kingdom Do you know what I mean um, So this is like our way of like Expanding what it means To be a minister Wait, What does it mean To, to, to serve um, Alright cool Alright another question then On this map Where is it the coldest Yeah I say my city You see Does anyone else agree <laughs> Alright, why why you say? I don't feel like I have much of a impact in the city. It's quite mm. a large 
place i don't i feel like i, I feel more connected to my area yeah what's happening around my house yeah yeah um but like the city just feels a bit too broad right 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 you see if you you see if you was to work on all of this do you feel like it contributes to your city yes because my family my friends people in the workplace are situated in different places in the city yeah it could be feeding into that right 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 but it just feels quite distant yeah yeah would that be enough i mean city is quite it's huge huge and your workplace is not probably as big as the city not even your local area um so would that create an impact on your city or not? That's interesting. Yeah. I don't even know what an impact in my city would look like. Yes, yeah. yes. Like we've got, we've got um, examples in the Bible of like Paul going to a city and doing madness in a whole city. Mm-hmm. And it's like we've got clear examples of a whole city being mashed up by one person. Mm. But sometimes we can have that idea of like, it's almost like an influencer sort of mindset where everyone yeah, yeah. knows my name and I'm influencing yeah. people. But just almost like a domino effect you don't mm-hmm. necessarily know what's happening on the last domino mm-hmm. you just know that you started a chain reaction mm-hmm. um, and that chain reaction is going on without you necessarily knowing mm-hmm. so yeah again for me it's, it's seeing and it's what gems was saying is like i don't i don't have a, an awareness of the wider impact that yeah. i'm having and so yeah. for me it's like it's almost like a drop in the ocean my whatever i'm doing but it doesn't negate the ripples but mm-hmm. i don't recognize the ripples yeah yeah you know what i find interesting though you see when you're talking about like paul going into a city and doing the madness um we don't know how much people he actually reached out to we just know that he reached the right people do you know what i mean so it's like when you you know i i I found out maybe a year ago you see the book of colossians yeah paul talks about christ in such a incredible way if you ever read the book of colossians it's like it's incredible i think it's like three four chapters um, but the the church that was in Colossae, I think that's how you say their name. They, it was only fifteen people. So like, he was talking to a whole city, but the actual church there was only fifteen people. It was actually the same amount of people that's in this room now. Do you know what I mean? So this would have been the the church of Colossae. Do you know what I mean? But that was still enough in order for us to know us for still to still have the book of colossians do you know what i mean if paul was to write a book to the church of city hill and we're the only church in london it would be like cool this is the church of london and it's valid do you know what i mean so i think what's interesting about this is that oftentimes when we think about our city which is on the side of the map we often think that like that's how revolution is often marketed to us right <laughs> like unless you've got tens of thousands of people on the street yeah. and you're not really do- what are you really doing yeah. but what's interesting is this i find this very interesting and the reason why is because we spend most of our life, actually, well, my industry and workplace and my education. And the reason why is because we spend most of our time in those two places, most of them and most of us. And, um, and actually, that is the center point where our city meets, right? That is where all the different types of people in our city are, right? Um, so if you can influence the workplace, they go off and they go out and they have their own personal lives and they have their own friends and they have their own family and they have their own local area. They have their own and they got their own city sometimes globally. Do you know what I mean? So the impact that you can have on someone's life actually uh, can be way more expansive um, than you think. All right, cool. So here's the next thing that we're going to do.
Everybody gather around. Step on up, step on up. So, welcome to, uh, I don't know what to call, I don't know what this. The table. Yeah, yeah, welcome to the table. Um, and here you have um, a table of all the things that, well, this is not all the things, this is a selection. Five things that we could contribute to our map, to, to our part of the kingdom, right? And the goal is to be able to get these islands together and join them, yeah? But again, we don't join them. We're not trying to join them. God joins them, but we're going to do things to be able to entertain that, right? So first of all, you've got my time. This is something that you could contribute. You could contribute your time to a certain person. So that could be, you could contribute it to your family or to your friends or, or your workplace. Then you've got prayer, right? You could pray for certain people that's around you. Then you've got my care. And how I see it is almost like, um, sometimes just be a nice person. Like, just sometimes just be a caring person, be kind, like... Um, See if anyone needs help. You have honor. And honor is something that I've been thinking about a lot, which is like, how do you celebrate people around you? Because sometimes it's just nice for people just to feel celebrated and loved and all that kind of stuff. And then you have my skill. There's certain things that we're really good at, right? It could be creative skills. It could be administrative skills. It could be um, conversational skills, like negotiation skills. All those things could be used for this map. So what I want you to do is that I want you to colour up this map. You see how it's all black and white? I want you to get some of these and I want you to ask yourself, if I was to put this on the map, where would I put them? So, so feel free. Take, one of each or like... take as many as you want because we've got loads here. Okay. So the moment you take one out, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to restock them. <laughs> let's go. Okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> all right, so... I'm proud of us. Yeah, thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. How does it? Uh, how did it feel to to put this to get these and put them on the on this map? Thank you. I feel like it was easy for people to um, do the family one. I think yeah. at the beginning, myself right. was pretty empty. Really? Okay. I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I felt like we populated family yeah. quite quickly. Right. And then we were like, oh, what about myself? Right. Like, oh, let me honour myself actually. Let me. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. Right. So, did anyone um did anyone put a post it on a place that they wasn't expecting to put on it? No. <laughs> <laughs> or did any? That's what I said. No, put in the in the water outside of everything. Oh, hey, pray, yeah, pray in the water. I feel you. I found that when I was putting them down, mm. it made me really like it. It made me question. How am I practically going to do this? So how am I practically right, right, going to right. honour my family? Right. Practically going to honour um, C. Practically right. going to honour this. So it's like it, it challenged me to not just put it down. Right. But to be like, what's the practicality around this? What does it look like? Right, right, and right. And it doesn't need to look like um, a bag of people doing a madness or whatever. Right. Or even just like smiling at people as I'm walking down the street. Yeah, yeah. It's just a little practicality. Yeah. So that's, as I was putting them down, it was challenging me on that front. Right, okay. Um, because I put skills down on family first. Right. But I think that's about me um, using my educational skills to put boundaries in. Right, so right, right. Myself. But yeah, that, that, that was the first thing that I put on the shelf before it had been my time. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, prayer. And then what, what does that, what does that mean to you? It, it means, for, I guess for me, it means that um, I'm looking after myself. Right. Right. Yeah. So like I, I'm learning to be there for others, but in a boundaries and um, a reflective way. Right. Yeah. Got you. Got you. 
Did anyone else have any thoughts like when they were when they were putting these down? Yeah, I had a thought, you know. Yeah, go on. So like when I first started it, I took one of each. Right. And I put I them all one of each down. Right. And I felt like I, I stood there watching. Right, and okay. And I saw Mo just, I can, I can do with five honours on my yeah. arm. I can put them all everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, thinking, yeah. but actually we have a, we think we have a capacity to give. Yes. But God, if God is really our source, yeah. we can take all of them and yeah. put all of them down. That can be all of us. Bro, that can be one person. You have unlocked something. The reason why yeah, is because like, Again, you know, I was talking about peace. Peace isn't just the absence of war. You're going in another direction, yeah? So the way how people are mad inventive with war, you could also be very inventive with peace. And also as well, I was thinking a lot about the term uh, righteousness. Because a lot of times when we talk about doing right, we talk about like not doing wrong, yeah? Like if you don't do wrong, then you're righteous. But it's not just that. It's like you can actively go and do things that are like, you can be extra kind <laughs> do you know what i mean or you could be extra generous or you could give more of your time when you actually didn't have to there's like there's a certain amount you give that's your offering that's your sacrifice that's that's your tithe do you know what i mean then there's just your there's your offering which is like that's as much as you want to give um and what you said there about like there being like an endless supply in my game so there was two things happening yeah there was everyone taking the post-it notes in these different colors and look at this map it's now a colorful it's a colourful world we now live in. Do you know what I mean? Um, we're taking this, making this world colourful with all these different poster notes and things that we could do. But my role was almost like the role of the father, right? Which is like, I'm supplying these poster notes. So when everyone's taking it, there's just a new replacement, new replacement. So you can't run out of prayer. Well, we did run out of prayer because <laughs> we're humans at the end of the day. But like, you can't run out of prayer. You can't run out of giving. You can't run out of all these things that we're putting out into the world. By the time you come back to the table, there's still a fresh supply. They may not be, they, sometimes they may not even be as much as there was at the beginning, but it's still a supply. It's still your daily bread. Do you know what I mean? It's still something for you to get through the, the end of the day. Um, so there's another thing that I want to, there's another thing I want to talk about, which is something that everyone done here. Yeah? When you, when you got the posting notes and you put this on, on the ground or on this different, uh, on these different pieces of the map here, yeah? What did you have to do? What did your body have to do? Bend down. You had to bend down, right? So every single time you went to your local area, you bent down. Every time you went to your industry, you bent down yourself. You bend down. When you go to your family, you bend down. So like, that basically represents, that body posture represents the humility that, that Christ has, the humility that God is calling us to have. Do you know what I mean? That it isn't the type of like revolution that like you're puffing up your chest and like now come follow me I know the way it's actually you bowing down and being a servant so actually when you if you type up the word servant on on your bible app or whatever there's so many stories that Christ has about being a good servant right as a matter of fact I'm going to share one with you there's um you know that there's a story about talents right and it says that God uh there, there was a there was a there was a rich man and he basically had uh, talents, which is money, right? He then gave one servant five, another two, I think. One five, one two, another one, yeah, I think. Good, yes. Let's just go with that. You can read it, but, but the, there's, the, the, there's different versions of that story in the Bible. But the one that I find very interesting is the one in Luke. Because when he went to the person who had five talents, they had more talents. So he's like, cool, we're going to double that. Good on you. Then everyone doubled their talents, their money, except for the person with one, they hid it. But that's not the point. That's not the point of the story that I'm trying to land on. 
the point that I'm trying to land on is the thing that uh, the, the rich man said to the servants that done well, that invested in whatever was given to them, he said, now that you've done well, you, I'm going to give you 10 talents, but I'm also going to make you ruler of 10 cities. Yeah. So the reward is that you get bigger leadership. Yeah, you get bigger stewardship. And now, I never thought about this before because I always thought that the parable of the talents was about, um, was about like your gifts or your, your actual talents or things that, blessings that God's given you. And now I'm wondering like, when you, when you hear how Jesus speaks about people and he's like, what, what happens if you gain the whole world but lose your soul? He really cares about the value of a person. Do, could the talents represent people? Do you know what I mean? So he gave one person five people to minister to. He gave another person two people to minister to. He gave the other person one. And kind of connecting to what you were saying, Mario, mm-hmm. it's like, do you say to yourself, oh, because I've only got the one person, I'm not going I'm not, I'm not to reach out to them, right? But what God is saying is that if you're faithful with the one person, I'll make you a ruler over a city. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I think, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But maybe. But maybe. But maybe. All right. What time is it? What time is it? Because we we've been. Okay. Okay. We'll have five more minutes. Five more minutes. Five more minutes. Because I always thought, because the guy buried that one talent. Yes. And then he got punished for it. Right. I'm thinking, but if it's just money, you're just burying. Money doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. So the talent must mean something more than. Yeah. yeah, and the, the, the deeper thing there as well is that, that it, he, he was almost punished because of the reason he buried Because mm. he was like, I know that you're, you're a mean person who always likes to get money from where he didn't invest. Yeah. And so basically, he reflected Saturn of the person's character. And the same way that was like, if we value God as a good father, if regardless of whatever he's given us, we know that his best interest is involved in this. He's, it's not a punishment, he's not just trying to gain, but there's something good. So even again, if it's one person, it's like there's a capacity there's something that God has entrusted us with as opposed to just trying to take something from mm-hmm. us and so it's more so a reflection of how the person saw the master's character mm-hmm. and which goes into how we serve is how we see God's character mm-hmm. influences the way we serve influences the way we steward our uh, um, gifts and skills and blah 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 and prayer and stuff and even how we how we involve people into it and stuff mm-hmm. so yeah it speaks to yeah. about the Yo. Yo. Woo. That's deep. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. I ain't done that in church in a long time. Woo. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. Did anyone... I got like... We got like five minutes before we close here. Um, so we're going to mention some scriptures because we need some scriptures, but I'm not going to read through it. You know what I mean? But did anyone notice anything when they uh, put a post-it note on myself? On the island that says myself. When you put your post in it down, did you notice anything? There was a hesitancy, and I was like, "What is that?" And I, okay. Yeah, because I was holding honor. Yeah. Okay. Right. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the, I want to I want to share with you like something, but before I do, I want to say that like all of this is a nice idea. It is impossible without God. I'm just saying that right now. It is impossible, right? Or you can do it, but. But it's very hard to do it without God and not be manipulative. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's incredible. It's incredibly hard. Do you know what I mean? Um, as a matter of fact, it's impossible to do. <laughs> do you get me? I was trying to, it's impossible. It's impossible. But one thing I want to show you is like, how can this, how does the, this process even begin? And there was something, there was something here that no one's n- noticed yet. Wait a second. 
Oh, sa ano Alright, so what was in my hand? Seed. It's a seed. Yeah? So in my hand. Seed. Yeah, in my hand was a seed. You missed it, you missed it, you missed it. You missed it, you missed it. So in my hand was a seed. Yeah? In my hand was a seed. And this is something that isn't it's not noticeable, right? You even approached the self and you couldn't see it, right? But this is the thing that is going to be able to grow. This is the thing that grows. This is what the kingdom is. Mm. Right? So we're looking at the kingdom like this. We're looking at this whole map to say that this is the kingdom. And God's like, you're looking here and there. And that's not where the kingdom is. The kingdom is within you. It's, a, it's almost unnoticeable. Yeah. It's a seed, right? But if this grows, it turns into something serious. What is the seed? Yeah? When you look at how Jesus talks about seeds in the New Testament, the first one is Mark 4 from 1 to 20. You're going to have to do it in your own time. Um, he basically talks about the seed being the word of God, right? And the world does everything in its power to remove this seed from you, this small little seed from you, yeah? Um, but if you hide it in your heart, if you keep it in your heart, it generates fruit, yeah? All right, cool. The second one, it's like Matthew 13. Matthew 13 from 31 to 32 is actually the scripture that I wanted us to read, but we're going to have to do it in your private time. But do take a picture of this, yeah? Um, he basically says that the kingdom of God is like a seed. And when the seed is planted, he says that um, when the tree grows, all the birds of the air come and flock there. So this small seed that you're cultivating, the small word of God that you're cultivating in your heart creates this whole environment where people come and they begin to settle. And that's why you have all these birds here. They're flying towards here, right? They're flying towards the center. Layers. There's layers, there's layers. And then the last one is this, right? John 15 from one to eight. So, so Jesus basically says that like, I am the tree, right? You're not, you're not the tree, I am the tree. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, then you'll bear much fruit. The thing that is actually gonna create the type of peace that we're looking for is that God's word of peace is in us first, is growing in us first. And once it grows in us first, then we could create a peace that actually makes sense. Yeah? All right, cool. So I think we need to wrap up. I think we need to wrap up. But I want to say just one last thing. The one last thing that I want to say is um, we, I want to say personally, from personal experience, that um, there's been some beefs that I've been in, right? There's been some beefs that I've been in. And one of the things that I've said before I've had this like very technical conversation is, you know what, God, this time I do not trust myself to say anything smart to squash the beef. And I do not trust them to say anything smart to squash the beef. I'm just trusting God. I'm just trusting you, the Prince of Peace, to be here to, to solve the situation. And what I found is that no matter how much I want the peace and no matter how much they want the peace, it's impossible to have unless the Prince of Peace is in the room. He's the one who negotiates. He's the one who brings people together. So what I would say, just to close, is um, think about these things, meditate on these things, but also as well understand that like peace and world peace, which is something that everyone's talking about right now, world peace is only a result of inner peace, right? And inner peace is only a result of the conversations and, and, the, and the things that we cultivate between us and God. Um, so I'm going to say a prayer and then that'll be it. God, thank you so much for your word. I pray, God, that this word is a seed in our hearts that grows 
into fruits that we still can't perceive till this day. I pray that uh, goodness, peace and family comes from this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We really hope you enjoyed today's message. And if you'd like to find out more about City Hill, please visit our website, citylhill.london. We are the light, we are the light.